Hello and welcome to Ninja Talk, the Ninjago Fan Podcast. My name is Phil and I'm your host. Hello, Chess. Hey, Phil. I'm glad you, you found the time for me. Um, yeah, the very first episode of Ninja Talk and you're my very first guest. We will talk about a lot of things, and I hope you are prepared for it. Uh, me too. So let, let's start with you. Um, give us a small introduction of yourself. Who are you, and how how did you come to to Lego, or are you a fan of Lego for for your whole life, or did you have uh, dark ages and came to Lego back again? How was it? Give us a small introduction of yourself. Yeah, please. sure. So um, uh, I'm in uh, in the U.S. in New York. Um, so I've been a fan of Lego since I was a kid. Uh, I didn't really have dark ages, but I probably was less involved in the hobby. So maybe once a year I'd get a small set, or even even in my 20s I would get like maybe a poly bag, or I'd always pick something up. But I didn't really heavily start kind of buying um, new sets until probably about 2020. So it's been just about 20 years. And that's when I start. I think I got um, some of my first actual sets as an adult versus just small things I would buy on occasion. So no real dark ages. But um, but yeah, so I've, I've and of course, during the pandemic, pretty much all of this happened because none of this existed um before the pandemic i and i would actually just store like i would put sets out and then i'd store them away and then i decided well i might as well just have them out all the time so 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 that's that's when i built all that or bought all those shelves and kept things out i used to store things in tubs just for space but so yeah yeah let's just say it's a pretty impressive collection you've built up so far and As we can see, there is uh, many, many uh, of many sets of Ninjago. So, is it possible to say Ninjago is one of your favorite themes? Yeah, so it it is, and the reason why. So, I liked the sets well before I even saw the show, um, and I would always see the sets in the store. Um, same with like the Johnny Thunder set. So, I'm going back way back before Ninjago, but. Always enjoyed looking at them in the store. I think they're some of the more interesting builds that Lego created. And and this was the first, this one, was the first set that I, I actually, Ninjago set that I bought that just like completely kind of hooked me because it was sort of like after the movie, they started doing a lot more uh, with the movie sets, a lot more play sets and a lot more intricate things with the city and the docks, but, but the Temple of Erjitsu was the first Ninjago set that I got. And, and I bought some along the way and I've sold some along the way because I never saw the show. And then I rebought them um, because the, the show just like is so great. Uh, but like I said, it all really started with the fact that I love some of the sets. Um, Temple of Erjitsu is a pretty big set and a pretty, um, let's just say a, a famous set. So, 
would you say it's a good start to for, for a collection? Was it a good start with the Temple of Echizu, or would you rather have started with another set? Or let's let's say it in a different way. Do you think it was important to have the Temple of Echizu as a first set to to see how good Ninjago sets are? If that makes yeah, sense no. for, for yeah, you. I mean, yeah, area. I mean, I think um, the set was so epic and it was really, I mean, now we call things direct to consumer, like the, you know, the big sets, um, you know, because it would certainly be expensive for a kid. Um, so I think as an adult, it was the first like really big set that wasn't, um, you know, prior with the rise of snakes, um, even Tournament of Elements, there was a lot of focus on vehicles, um, sh you know, planes, bikes, motorcycles, etc. And um, there is the one Chen set that's a play set, but a lot of the focus was on vehicles. Um, and this was really the first one, I think, that really focused on more architecture, which I was interested in anyways, um, which I have experienced just from schooling. Uh, in university, but I think I think that's what also attracted me. So it was a good first set, I think, as an adult. Um, and, and the build is actually very interesting and and complex, um, you know, versus something targeted to to a kid. All right. Um, so I would not say I'm an expert for for the whole Ninjago theme, but I'm kind of like pretty much into it. Do you think there are references to? other themes with the Temple of Echizu? So does it look like it was um, built up from the old ninja theme? Um, there, are re there, there are references to the original ninja theme before Ninjago. There's, the, uh, there's one uh, flying, uh, Zane sort of flying on this little kind of rocket and, and there actually is the exact same set in the old ninja theme. Um, so a lot of it is, uh, there are some things pulled together, but it really represents the show so well. And again, I didn't see the show until after, well, several years after I built the set. Um, but it's such an iconic part of the show and possession uh, season that it just, it really is a cornerstone because they use that as their base after the monastery was destroyed the first time. Um, First, you know, for Day of Departed and for Possession, so it's. I think it's just iconic for the the whole series. Yeah, I was happy. I almost didn't buy the set, but right before it retired, Lego had it on on sale, and I'm I'm glad I got it when when I did. So, and you said um, you you started with this set and started watching the show way way later years later, um, how come you began to watch the show? So what was the, yeah, what came that you, that you said, all right, I, I start watching the show because I'm interested in where the sets come from or what was Yeah. It? So I, like I said, I had several sets. Um, I certainly saw the movie, but I had docs and city and, and some of the other sets. Like I said, some I've had and sold and, and bought, but when I got gardens, uh, Ninjago gardens for the anniversary, for the 10th anniversary, there were so many Easter eggs in the set build. I wanted to really understand the references because I felt it brought more to the set. 
because I didn't know what the references really were. And even if I looked them up online, because people posted what the Easter eggs were, I didn't understand them because I never saw the show. Um, so as I was building that set, I went ahead and I started watching um, watching the show and kind of burned through all the seasons, um, which I think took me up through up through um, uh, Oni. Uh, so that took me up through, you know, right before we kind of went into the reboot with Asphira. So I kind of watched all, all that entire backlog. So um, you, you started watching with the movie and then got into the show. Yeah, so I had seen the movie when it had come out, just like, you know, the other Lego movies. Um, I didn't actually see it in the theater. I saw it just on streaming and I, I really enjoyed it. So when I started watching the show, because it is different, it was hard for two things. One is the voices are different. So I, I really enjoy Lloyd's voice in the movie more than I do in the show. Um, I enjoy Garmadon's voice in both, but it was odd that they used different voices. I don't understand why they did that. Um, so that was a transition. And the movie really focuses on Garmadon and Lloyd and so in the show, you learn about all these other characters because there's so much more time spent uh, with Nia and Jay and Kai um, and Zane. So I loved the movie. It was funny. It was good. But again, the movie came out, you know, a while ago and I still didn't turn to the show really. And then I just started, uh, you know, buying some of the movie sets. Again, the movie sets, whatever anyone thinks about the movie, because that can be controversial. Some people like it. Some people don't. But the movie sets are actually all really good. I mean, the mechs are really good. The play sets are really good. Um, that, that movie produced a lot of great sets. Uh, I think more than any other Lego movie, in my opinion. I guess I couldn't say anything against that because even though I'm not a huge fan of the, of the Ninjago movie, um, yeah, I, I have to, to say yeah, the sets were really cool also talking about the max i guess one one of the best makes is the fire make um i also had that one and if they wouldn't have made uh, the new same mac um for for the legacy wave the possession mac i guess the fire make would one would be still one of the best and it's yeah only only things make did it better in, in in my opinion yeah they um and the fact they did a you know big mech and they're all sort of similar scale for every character i thought was great because we don't always get that you know in every in every uh, season um and nia had a mech which you know outside of samurai x she hasn't really had a mech um so it was uh, again they they just did a good job uh coles is one of my favorite uh, although jay is my favorite character i'm not a huge i think jay's mech is probably the weakest out of the movie mechs um but cole's sort of gorilla gorilla mech on that big fat tire is is pretty cool too and t talking about all of these sets which one would you say uh is 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 your favorite currently of all of ninjago or the movie specifically of of all ninjago sets that you own so 
the Erjitsu Temple only because that started me off is is one or two, but the second one probably, and I just had the book here, is uh, Ninjago City Docks from the movie. Um, yeah. Again, I I was so on the fence of getting City and Docks. Um, they're expensive, right? Uh, but I love them, and actually, I I wasn't sure I even wanted Docks at the time. I, I knew I wanted City, and they were both on sale right before they retired. And so I bought City, and then Docs went on sale, and I was like, you know what, I'll just get it. Um, but when I actually built it, I just I actually loved it more than City. Um, I think because they designed it so well because it looks great from both sides. So a lot of the like direct to consumer modulars, like the city modulars, you know, the police station, uh, the boutique hotel, the, that whole line, they're all meant to be seen from the front unless it's a corner building. And then there's nothing in the back or there's nothing on the sides because they all connect in a street. And the one amazing thing about the docks build is it just looks great from both sides. Like they really designed it great from both sides. And city doesn't look that great from the back. It's a corner building, but it doesn't look that great from the back. I've enhanced it somewhat, but I just felt the details they put in docks was, um, was incredible. Um, and you get the tea shop, which is great. Um, so, uh, you know, there's still some, even though it's part of the movie, there's still nods to the show. Um, Darius Dojo, you get in there. So again, that really wasn't in the movie, but even though it was a movie set, they put nods to the show in there. First and second for the Temple of Ochitsu and uh, Ninjago City Docks. Yeah, it's it's very close. To the right. Yeah, both, both sets are very close right. for sure. People that follow you on Instagram have seen your city update you've posted. Yep. Which sets are included in your current layout? And did you have any sets that you modded to, to fit into that layout? Or are there any plans of, of modding a set or even making a mock that makes it into that layout? Yeah. So. The official sets that are in there are the Temple of Erjitsu, um, the Lighthouse from from uh, uh, Skybound, um, Docks, City, Gardens, and then the Spring Lantern Festival um, for the Chinese New Year sets. So, and then there's a series of mocks, but a lot of water and harbor area for ships and for mocks. Um, so then the whole idea is I can, it's modular, so I can switch the buildings around and the orientation, getting back to the docks where I can have them face forward or back um, or place different boats in the water. Because as you know, there's a lot of boats in Ninjago. So there's my mock boats, but then there's, you know, the various bounties and um, the smaller uh, watercraft that they have. So I can switch that out. And then I have like space left for maybe like six 32 by 32 base plates. So the thing I'm working on next is um, the Keeper's Village from the uh, island set. So yeah. I built that set, um, but it doesn't really represent the show well. I've been rewatching the show and it, it looks like nothing like the show. Like sometimes the sets really look like the show. 
Um, I think the mechs tend to look more like the show, but it's a good playset, I think, for kids, but it doesn't really, um, the, the whole architecture of the set doesn't really represent the show. So my goal is to rebuild, I think I'm going to have to sort of tear the whole thing down and it can't be really a mod. Um, and I'm going to have to, to construct something new. I'm not sure what that's going to be, but, um, I really want the altar to be like the show. And I want a little dock where Jay's the gift of Jay, where he's coming out into the water to be sacrificed. So I have the plans in my head. It's just sort of, you know, trying to find time to execute that, but that'll be the next edition. Um, All right, so and then the spring, a little go ahead. Thunder and stuff like that, and we um, include the the blue beach, so the 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 sand and 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 make a little bit so you have the sea and maybe some dogs because you said you want to edit the gifted Jay and and then jungle and stuff like that, or do you um, concentrate on 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 like the the throne of the of the chief, yeah. How how can we expect this to turn out? Yeah, so it's. I think it's going to be because I want to fit it on thirty-two by thirty-two, so it'll be an island within my my layout. That way, I can just take it out and put it in. Um, but I do want an altar for the um, the uh, amulet and the chief, yeah. just like in the show. He's in that. Uh, you know, he's sort of under that almost like serpentine head. Um, where he's, you know, protecting this and he's on his altar. So I want that to be a focus and then a bit of a shoreline, which is somewhat rocky in the show, um, with that dock with Jay. So the one thing that it does have, it has those tiki's, um, you know, it has these tiki, the yeah. tiki stand from earlier in the episode. So I'm not hundred percent. I do want to fit it in. Maybe I might put it around the back because it's not in the same scene as the chief's chief's altar and the altar for the amulet and the dock with Jay. So I, I may fit it in the back. Cause again, I, I want to be able to have it look good from kind of all sides. So that, that will also be a bit of a challenge. And you also said you want to have it on a 32 by 32 base plate. So you try to um, get as much into this small place as possible, right? Yeah, it, it's a small, for what I envision, it's a small space, but um, I need to have enough water around it in my layout so it looks like an island. So 32 by 32 will be it. And then if I want to take it out and just put in a, a 32 by 32 water tile, I can put some boats in the harbor. So again, I try to design things so I can switch things out. Um, so another plan I have is the Spring Lantern Festival, uh, which I use in this set because it's shorter so I can see the buildings behind it. I'm gonna take that out and replace that with the Ice Festival from this year for Christmas. So, um, right. you know, I'm able to, I want the design of the city for me to switch sets in and out because uh, I only have so much room. So uh, those are the two two kind of city projects I have planned right now. So, and uh, as you said, you, you will put in the, um, what, what is it, the ice 
the Chinese New Year set from this past year, the the ice festival with the skating rink and the snow. All right. So yeah. So, so we'll, we'll make it a little bit of seasonal preparing for Christmas. I like. Yes. Like that. Exactly. So I'll I'll leave that in for the winter, and it's the exact. I have to put it on, uh, on a base plate, but. Um, it's pretty much the exact same size as those Spring Lantern festivals, so I should be able to just swap those in and out sort of seasonally. So, yeah. Mm, sounds great. Thanks. Is there a set you, you would like to get? Is there some, some kind of white whale um, from the Ninjago theme? Or would you say you have every set you, you wanted so far? And just waiting for the new sets to come. Yeah, so I'm I'm on two missions. One is to collect all the suits. Um, of so not really a set, but I I because I don't want all the sets. I don't have room for all the sets, but I do want to collect all the suits. Um, oddly enough, the dragon flyers, um, the the ones that had the the spinners that had the wings. Those I'm not too crazy about, which is odd because in Crystallized they were in dragon form, but they had that dragon form in those spinners, so that's kind of interesting. But um, those suits aren't that great, but everything else I'm on a quest to get. My white whale, so to speak, again is in a set, but it's Crux and Acronics from Hands of Time, which only come in the one right. set. I'm not a huge fan of the set. But the figures go for like fifty dollars each, um, and I do want all the wow. villains. So um, <laughs> those those are two. I know that isn't a favorite episode of our season for some folks, but those two figures are so great. Um, and so yeah. my goal is to eventually get those. But then sometimes I'm like, is it just cheaper to buy the set than buy the figures? I don't know. I just keep looking for those and looking for a good price on either. So, so that that's I guess my white whale right now is Crux and Acronics. So, yeah. All right. So it's it's no specific set. It's the two figures or the two characters. But if you get the the set for a good price and you have them both included, you you would go for the set, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I would. I would. Um. So, so that's definitely. Uh, I keep looking for both uh, on BrickLink and eBay, just trying to bookmark them and just seeing if I can get a decent a decent price on those. Um, which set is it where the, the both of them are included and what is the price of the set currently? So the Do set goes... Yeah, the set goes for I like 200 like here in the states like generally you'll see it for 200. I mean that's even loose, right? So that's like not even sealed in the box. And with loose stuff at that oh, price you, you always take a risk. It's something of doom, but I can't remember. It's it's from the final episode of Hands in Time. That's the recreation yeah. of it. Um but uh, the build is sort of like, it doesn't really interest me. So I, I'm hoping for like, if I can get both figures for like 25 each or then I'd be happy, but I think it'll be hard to find. Yeah. It, I, I, I have to say, um, I guess it was last year or something like that. When, when I got, a an offer for, I guess for, uh, 
three or four sets from Hands of Time, and I was like, nah. Yeah, the price was good, but I was like, nah, I, I won't collect them for now, and I'm not interested in in, in sets of the Hands of Time, yeah. Right. But looking back now, I, I really feel like I, I should have gone for them because yeah, the price is increased and yeah. Um, maybe maybe they come back. Yeah, maybe maybe the the riders of Ninjago have a surprise for us and and they come back because they are time travelers. Why not? <laughs> right. They they didn't come back and crystallize. So. Um... And we don't know where Klaus is. So there's still some enemies from, you know, uh, yeah. you know the original uh, before the reboot that we, we still don't know where they are or what they're doing. But, um, but yeah. And the best set of Hands of Time is actually um, the army is great. The Vermilion Warriors, it's, it's probably one of the best uh, armies of Ninjago, I feel like. Um, the yeah. figs are great. Uh, but the Fusion Dragon set with um, Kaya and Nia's parents that only come in that set, um, that's the best set of Hands of Time. And yeah. that is a set that I bought uh, like 50% it's, off it, and then I sold. But it's it's a great set. And I rebought it. It's, it's a great set. Blacksmith, right? Yes. Yeah, it's the, yeah. their blacksmith shop. Um, and then the Fusion Dragon with uh, Kaya and Nia which is beautiful that, that they designed to fit right on top. Like they left a spot so it can hover right over the, um, over the, the shop. Um, and just getting Kainia's parents too. Uh, it was great also. Yeah. I think uh, some of the designers really think a lot about how to create some of the sets because, um, as you said, it's, it feels like, um, there's a spot created, especially for for the dragon to fit on it and i feel like it's the same uh as they did with the with the fire temple for the pilot episode yeah because the fire temple it's a great set one of the best sets i i own i guess one of my favorites of course um and the way they include the the fire dragon and the way it opens up and it has that one spot for the for the dragon it's Perfect, and I guess that's just the same um, yeah. with the blacksmith and the fusion dragon. They they really designed it in a great way to to give also um, to have a spot for the dragon and to to make it look great. And um, yeah, yeah, I agree. So uh, it looks not it doesn't look off when it's on on the blacksmith. Yes, and I agree that that set. Um... With with the fire dragon is amazing. Also, um, that's a really nice set too. Yeah. Do Do you have any sets of the pilot episodes? Um, I have the very small, um, uh, the small uh, blacksmith shop where Wu originally finds Kai. The very small one. I got that in a bulk oh. buy. Um, that's the only one that I have, and it's a great little set. It's um, it's really nice. Um, sure. Yeah. All right. Um, talking about sets like that, if you look in the future of Ninjago, I mean, we, we don't know where Ninjago will go next year and what to expect from the show, but is there a set you would like to see 
So looking back at all the the seasons, including um, including crystallized, is there any that you 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 think of that you want to see? So is there like a mech or a dragon or a building or yes. a vehicle you you would like to see in in form of a set in an official set? Yeah, so I was kind of disappointed they stopped the legacy line. Um, I had some, it had some okay things in it, but like the monastery came out in the legacy line, which was awesome. Um, and yeah. so it was great. I liked when they, you know, the anniversary sets, they kind of rebuilt existing sets. But with legacy, I liked the sets when they created something they hadn't created before, like the monastery. I would love to see from Tournament of Elements, I would love to see Chen's boat, his paddle boat, that they all get on to go to Chen's island. A, it would look great in my harbor. Oh, yeah. Um, and I, I think it, it's just such an integral part of that season when they all get on there to, to, to go to the tournament. I think they could do an awesome job with that. So I'd, I'd like to actually see that. And then the other set I'd like to see is, and it could be small, but um, Wu steeped wisdom when they were starting the tea farm and, you know, Wu didn't want them to use their powers when they were trying to sell the tea because they started the tea business, um, which was really odd. I mean, I, it was kind of weird that they started that, but, and then it kind of disappeared, like it, it went away, like what happened to the tea farm. Um, but I think that yeah. would be kind of also a nice, a nice little set to have. Yeah, talking about that boat that you mentioned, um, I really thought about that too, because um, maybe I'm, I'm wrong, but it seems like the boat is the same they used for um, possession at the at the end when they're going away from the. Yes. Um, what, what is it called in English? Is it the um, boat? The the big monster? No, uh, oh. not the boat, but uh, the monster they were going away from. Yeah, the um, no. the great devourer. Is that it? No, no. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I guess. Yes. I guess. I think so. It's in, uh, I just have the German word for it, and uh, right, it's yeah, the end. Yeah, of not, with yeah. with Nia in the water, and yeah, they're on the boat. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it it's, seems like they they use the same boat or at least a similar boat. So I totally get the idea of making a, a legacy set that would be such a boat. And if they would say maybe that's some kind of of, of tourist boat they they used in Ninjago, I don't know why. Um, maybe it's 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 the same boat. They I, I would totally say see that as as an official set because yeah. Also, um, yeah, which which figures would you include if it was based on the the boat from from um, Tournament of Elements? Yeah, so they'd have to re-release actually a lot of the figures that are hard to get because all the all the all the contestants were on that boat, yeah. right? So some of those are expensive uh, figures. So so I can see why they probably wouldn't do it, um, but. But they, they, they might. You never know. I, I They seem to have dropped the legacy line, so they just continue with this this core line. Um, 
I'm not, I'm just kind of curious why they stopped it, but I think, you know, there's stuff they could have done in hands of time and skybound too. Um, but, but maybe they are going to bring it back someday. I hope. But, but just if you, if you think about it, um, which figures would you include? You have the boat based on the, the, the tournament of elements and yeah. Oh, what what would you say? Which which figures would make sense? So we have a boat that's around I don't know um, seven hundred and or a thousand pieces. Right. So you could include easily like four to six minifigures or more. Which one would be uh, yeah to go to for this set? You need you need probably Klaus and uh, uh, Garmadon. Uh, Sensei Garmadon. Um, yeah. And then I think you'd probably end up just including, you know, the ninja. Uh, and But it would, again, it would be in their, you know, legacy tournament suits, which they've kind of released. Um, you know, Karloff, <laughs> um, Skyler, uh, they're pretty classic because there's the scene on the boat with, with both of them. Yeah. And uh, that, that was the point that was... Uh... I was going for because I thought like if you take the boat, you, you would probably include that scene where where Skyra and Karloff had had this little talk and Kyra's yes. fully into it and and going for the fight. <laughs> yes, so, yeah, exactly. So we thought about that. I'd also like to see. So the other set I'd like to see now in Gardens they have a little Chen's Noodle restaurant, um, but yeah. I'd love to see them do uh, his truck with a stickered panel because the truck is in so many episodes. Uh, it's even in, even in, um, you know, this, the beginning of Island or is it Island? No, Seabound in beginning of Seabound where they, yeah. And so it's even in there. Um, so it shows up several times. So I, I want a stickered panel of Chen's noodle house <laughs> and I want his delivery truck. So, uh, uh, you know, that, that would also be nice. Totally makes sense, yeah. A legacy version of the noodle truck. Why not? Right. It's not a not a really big set. No, no. So I think that 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 should be possible. <laughs> I guess that's 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 more possible than getting a Borg Tower somewhere. Oh <laughs> yeah, Borg Tower would be nice. I they had thought about adding that with Gardens, but I think it you really would have to do a whole separate set, kind of like the Avengers tower. Like you'd literally have to just do a set of Borg tower and people have done amazing mocks of that. Um, yeah, so I absolutely. do wonder if they'll ever do a D to C of, of Borg tower. And I think that's why I've never built one myself because I'm like, Lego's eventually going to come out with a Borg tower. I would think um, it's in so many seasons. Like it just kind of makes sense that they, they create one at some point. There's still hope for it. Still yeah. hope. And talking about it in in many seasons, they already included the, the Borg Tower in the in the latest season. So, yeah, right. Um, it's and it's then, coming back again and again. Yeah, and you could add a, you could do a whole bunch of different figs, and and even the different floors could reference different seasons based on what was going yeah. on. Um, so I think there's a lot of potential with that too. It would look great in my yeah, city. Totally. It would look great in my city also. So I, I <laughs> and um, 
not talking about sets you would like to see, what would be the next project except the, the island? I guess the island, is it a modification or a mock? Would you say it's, it's more a mock or a modification? Uh, this one will be a mock because I can't really, I can't really use the layout that they started with. It's a great set. I mean, great parts too. Like if you just want parts, it's a great set, but, um, yeah, it'll be a mock. So it'll take me longer. I, 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 I mock slowly. So it'll, it'll take a while, but yeah. So it's possible to say your next mock will be the, the island. Probably. Yes. And then the next modification I want to do is, um, and people can see this on my Instagram account, but I took the blacksmith shop and made that more Ninjago colors with Ninjago accents using yeah. um, the figures from Mountain because they're all medieval. Um, so I use that. So I have the three-in-one castle, the creator three-in-one castle. So I haven't built that yeah. yet, but I want to modify that to also be more of like a Ninjago castle. So kind of continuing that uh, medieval Ninjago oh. theme. Uh, because it fits in well with dragons, right? So castles, dragons, yeah. it just fits totally. fits in with, especially when they release the uh, the mountain figures. It just they just fit in perfectly with with that. Absolutely, yeah. And and I have to say, I can't wait for it to see it because your I don't know whether your last mock that that um your your ship the the. Yeah, uh, what's it, what is it called? The hydro bounty, which I have right here. So it's the yeah hovercraft. Was this your your last your last mock? It was yes. Yeah, so I think that really turned out well. And for people that didn't see it before, you should definitely check it out on on Instagram because that's that's one of the best mocks I've seen for for Ninjago. And it's based on a concept art, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, Ninja Whip sometimes posts concept art, which is beautiful. Ninjago concept art, which is beautiful in itself. And there's other things I'd like to build from that concept art, but that was, it, it's yeah. loosely based on, on that. At least that was the driver for me to build uh, the mock. And, and Lego City already had a hovercraft base that I could use to start to build from. So, uh, so the the parts were there essentially to to make it come together yeah and it turned out pretty well thanks phil too. so um we're getting close and closer to the end um there's two more questions i want to ask you um what would you say what means Ninjago for you? What what does Ninjago stand for? And um, uh, what place did it take in your life now? Um, so, I mean, it's a great show. Uh, so I so I love the, the show itself. Um, I think even though I'm an adult, I appreciate that uh, for kids watching it, it teaches good values. And you see that with... Uh, younger people on Instagram who kind of grew up with the show, you know, started watching it then when they were 12 and 13 and now they're, you know, 20 something. And 
reflecting how it impacted their life because it really teaches, you know, Master Boo teaches good values about teamwork, how to respect people, um, relationships. So it's, you know, people think of it as a kid's show, but, you know, people have died. Of course, they come back um, all the time, but um, it's it's pretty, uh, I think it works well for adults and kids. Um, so I, from an entertainment value, it's great. It it does its job in making me want to get the sets because I see the show. So uh, Lego's doing a good job with their marketing um, campaign. But uh, I just um, I just love the characters, and I think that's why I've stuck with the show. Essentially, is because the characters and the characterization and their stories are so great. Um, you know. All of them, all the ninja have their own stories that go back and they continue to evolve their relationships. Um, and I think that's, you know, one of the best parts about the show. And uh, you already have seen the, the latest season, so Crystallized. And um, if I'm informed right, you, you already finished the whole season? Yes. What, what, would you like to see or what do you expect for for the future so what, what do you think where will it which direction will be taken by the the writers of the of the show so just talking about the show not yeah. that um where do you think uh will it go in the future yeah so not giving away any spoilers or anything you know a lot of people thought like And they position this as sort of the end game, you know, Marvel parallels and uh, all the rumors spiraling about was Wu going to die? Was Pixel going to die? I mean, it was just sort of like all these rumors going everywhere. And, and I think ultimately it's just going to be like another soft reboot, just like they did with, you know, starting with um, Asphira. I mean, that was sort of a soft reboot um, after the Oni episode. And I feel like this is just going to be another soft reboot. So I don't expect Lego has too much invested in this and the characters and people love them too much to completely change the formula. It doesn't make sense. Um, so I think they'll have new, they'll face new challenges based on where the show ended, um, which I think will introduce, you know, new things um, because they'll have to adjust and adapt. But I think we'll just continue to see the journey of these characters. And I don't think anybody of the core group, including Pixel or Wu, um, will be impacted. I think the curiosity thing is, A, uh, how does Garmadon, does Garmadon still kind of just disappear like he did before? Um, you know, what happens with him? Um, and, you know, do they continue to pull in characters like Skylar um, more often than they have in the past. So, you know, there's Dareth, there's Clutch Powers, there's all these, the whole family of secondary characters that are reoccurring. And I, I think they'll probably continue to pull them in, um, you know, as the stories kind of warrant. Jess, it was a pleasure to have you for the very first episode, the very first guest of Ninja Talk. It was a great talk for sure. I have to say there's not much I haven't heard before because we, we know each other for some time now and I guess the one or our 
or two things uh, we, we've talked about. We, we already talked before in the in the past, so no surprises for me at that point. Um, but sure, it was great for some people to listen to and to get a first look at or a first sound of what this will be and where um, Ninja Talk will will go in the future and what they can expect from from this new podcast. Yeah, so thank you for taking the time. It was a great talk, of course. And I'm glad we we could talk the the last 40, 50 minutes about Ninjago. <laughs> Thank you, Phil. I, uh, I appreciate it. Uh, great to talk to you as always. Thank you. Uh, good luck with everything and uh, looking forward Thank to you. your next guest. This episode has come to an end, but don't worry. We have the next Ninja Talk in two weeks. Stay tuned for our next guest.